0: Hi, hey, you guys! Welcome back to the Souluxe Life podcast. I'm super excited about today's guest. We have Chauncey Perkins, CEO, founder of Parks by Park Real Estate, based out of Atlanta, Georgia. Hi, Chauncey.
1: Hey, Crispin. Thank you for having me.
0: Of course. Thank you for coming on. I'm super excited. We're going to get some people some time to log on, and then okay. you know we'll get started.
1: Welcome to the Soul Lux Life Podcast, where our goal is to enhance the mental, physical, and spiritual luxuries in life. Make your life luxurious through knowledge, coaching, training, and technique. Visit us online at soulluxlife.com. Here's your host, Crispin J. Watson.
0: here we are. So first thing first, I want you to introduce yourself. Just tell us a little bit about you, what you do, and how you ended up where you are today.
1: So yes, I'm Chauncey Perkins, brokerage owner of Perch by Perch Real Estate based out of Atlanta, Georgia. A little bit about me. I'm a a veteran, ex-athlete, ex-music industry professional, and I've been in the real estate industry for six and a half years now. Uh, how I got okay. here is just, um, just ethically and working with um, working with servicing clients.
0: Nice. So, of course, you know you're gonna have to tell me about this whole. First of all, how was it being in the army? <laughs> we'll start there.
1: Okay, let's see. Um, I was in the yeah. army from 2000 to 2006. It was a great experience, just based off of the discipline that it instilled in me. And everything, mm-hmm. learning a uh, structure from someone outside of my family unit, so it was a great experience. But at the same time, I realized that that lifestyle wasn't for me. I have friends and relatives who wound up going and doing twenty years, but for me, you know, it really, it really wasn't my type of lifestyle. So, beneficial yeah, so nonetheless.
0: Tell me, tell me about your how you dabbled in the music industry. I love music, so I'm really interested in hearing about that.
1: Okay, so like a lot of viewers or a lot of people know, the military provides awesome educational benefits. So my plan once I got out of the military was to go into uh, the music business. So I did procure my bachelor's degree in audio engineering from a wildly world-renowned school called Full Sail University in Orlando, Florida, to where I was already producing, but I learned the technical engineering aspect of the music business. And then after that, it brought me instead of LA, New York, or Miami, it brought me to Atlanta where I got to, without dropping names, get to pretty much record who's who of the industry at that time, which was pretty much 2007,
0: 2008. So why did you stop?
1: Well, I I enjoyed it. It was an experience. You get to see how major records are cut behind the veil as well as how you know how the process goes but I got an opportunity to go work overseas and my plan was to go work overseas for a year come back you know kind of open up my own studio but then once I started that journey I, the money was so good and I got to travel the world to where I just was like okay I'm going to ride this out for a little bit longer to where fast forward 8 years and I was not that person anymore i still have a major love and compassion for music but as far as being on the you know the creative side that was no longer me so
0: so what's you now is real estate right yes yeah so how do you like it kind of tell me what made you get into real estate because i know a lot of people watching May be interested, or if they're listening to it, they may be interested in becoming a realtor, virtually becoming a broker one day. So what made you actually tap into real estate?
1: Well, for me, it, it was no nonsense for be, being a capitalist and understanding how the economy works and understanding how to create wealth. So that was pretty much the no brainer idea for me. Hey, you know, everybody wants to start out as an investor, a developer, you know etc 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 but a lot of times those people they still need support so for me the idea was to reverse engineer have the end goal in mind but reverse engineer it. if you're an investor or you're a developer you still need to know how to bird dog how to wholesale how to run comps how to service people you know different types of homes what type of stage a home is in so my idea was okay since i'm probably going to need this personnel let me start there i have the time I'm a lifelong learner let me start there and then just kind of reverse engineer my end goal
0: right so how long did it take you to open your own brokerage
1: well i went about it a different way in the state of georgia you can go for you can sit for your broker's license in three years for me i waited five years because my plan was to really master the residential sales aspect and then after that i went into the luxury division so instead of immediately jumping three-year mark and taking my broker's exam at three years if i recall right i went into selling luxury homes and then after that i said okay let me venture into opening a brokerage and it's a crazy story because this was not my intentions as we go on i'll tell you about it
0: Yeah, so um, I know a lot of people that I work with, they're interested in actually getting into the luxury market. So what did you do to actually get into that luxury market?
1: For me, I just aligned and ventured where that those type of buyers and sellers where they, where they enjoy. You know, country clubs, um, things like that, networking on a higher level, to where you're aligning and you're rubbing shoulders with people, and then just not being afraid to kind of put myself out there as far as what I do. What mm-hmm. I realize and see with a lot of agents that want to get into luxury, they want to get into luxury because of the luxury uh, commission return, but they don't mm-hmm. want to elevate or you know pay it forward. You know, sit in these rooms where they may feel a little bit uncomfortable meeting these type of people. So for me, it was just really putting myself out there and saying, hey. I'll go for the uncomfortability, but I know what the end goal is once again.
0: Right, because I think a lot of people get into real estate and think you're just gonna, you know, just magically get clients and just show houses and boom, make a commission, not knowing that you really have to network with people. You have to be a people's person. So if you don't like people, this really isn't the industry for you. So um, kind of tell me like, what's one of the biggest misconceptions that people have when it comes to owning a brokerage or getting into real estate?
1: Well, the biggest misconception on the agent side, I would say, is that they take their state exam, get licensed, excuse me, and then they're going to be bombarded with referrals, whether it's family, friends, whatever. They think since they're licensed, people are just going to throw business at them instead of actually one learning the industry. And I don't mean learning what they teach in the class or on your exam, but learning how to deal with people, how to come from a place of contribution. I was doing a, um, a podcast last week and I was really telling the, the, the host, if you come from a place of contribution on the front end, you'll see success over and over. The ROI on that will be, ju- it will just be so plentiful. But a lot of agents, they, don't see that immediately it's into i will say maybe 18 months year two to where they it clicks and if they've been coached correctly or if they have good support they'll say well you've been saying that the whole time so that's one of the biggest things i'm seeing on the agent side on the brokerage side because i do work and communicate and coach a lot of brokers is the biggest misconception is not having their system set up that's probably the most important thing from a broker and from a brokerage standpoint, because you can be a broker and, you know, hold your license at, a, at another firm. But if you're going to own the whole kit and caboodle, you want to have all your systems set up that way, as you welcome agents in, you have protocols set in place. So those two things I'm seeing, they're big misconceptions for agents and brokers.
0: Yeah, so let's kind of speak on the mindset of success as a realtor. I know you're kind of, you know, dabbling into doing your own thing when it comes to teaching people about mindsets. But what are some of the biggest, I guess, takeaways that you could give us when it comes to developing a mindset for success in real
1: estate? That's an awesome question. I would say just understand that you will have to be a lifelong learner never feel like you've mastered it or you you know all the answers because there's so much to learn in any entrepreneur industry but especially in this one you know laws change rates change the industry changes the climate of the economy it changes it's saying okay i thought i knew everything yesterday but today's a new day let me let me procure more information that would be it i say mindset is key in our industry you know we can we can show a house and you know working on negotiation tactics, but your mindset is, going, is what's going to help you in this roller coaster industry. You know, one day you could have a closing set to close Friday and then Wednesday it could say, hey, that's not closing until next week. If your yes. mind is not prepared for that, that may be crippling to you. So you have to be yeah. mentally prepared to control your mind as well as those that you serve.
0: Mm hmm. And I think like with that scenario, a lot of people count their money before they actually get it. So they're banking on this money to come in. Then their deal falls through and now they're all flustered and frantic because they were expecting, you know, this particular income and then it didn't happen. So what would you say is another key takeaway?
1: Uh, mindset, being a lifelong learner, understanding people, understanding people for for agents i would say understanding objections and a lot of it mm-hmm. teach a lot of big brokerages they teach knocking down objections i like to look at it from a different perspective go ahead and provide so much value on the front end that there are no objections i think if a lot right. of agents in, in the industry go ahead and say hey this is what we're dealing with this is all the education i can give you so you can make a big a better decision then they won't have so many objections to knock down
0: yeah. So just you as a person, we'll talk about you. What's your morning routine? Because that's how successful people just really have like a routine. So what's yours? Share the secrets.
1: So, yeah, exactly. You're asking for secrets now. Um, so for <laughs> me, you know, being a veteran and then working as a contractor overseas, you know, I'm used to being on the other side of the world or waking up really early. I've kind of taken that into my career uh, in real estate as well. So I, I typically rise pretty early. 445 this morning, I woke up at 445. The alarm goes off at 445. I think I woke up on the first ding. I'll wake up, pray before I open my eyes, do some meditation, do some stretching, maybe do some yoga if I'm feeling really good, just kind of where the world is still quiet, maybe say some affirmations, read a little bit, and then by 7 o'clock, I'm ready to roll, I'm ready to make it happen, You know, take care of any fires while it's still early.
0: Yeah, so you mentioned that you read a little bit. What are some books that you would suggest for us to read, kind of get us going?
1: Um, Let's see. I would say The Alchemist is a a lifetime favorite. I would say, of course, Think and Grow Rich. That's a good one. For someone who's read that one, I would say go further and read The Big Brother to that, which is called The Law of Success by the same author. Um, That's one that I read yearly. it will really boost your mindset and your success magnetism by a hundredfold. I'd also say, let's see, um, How to Win Friends and Influence People. That's a good one by Dale Carnegie. Um, There's so many. Um, reading, Reading will catapult any entrepreneur by far. Unfortunately, I don't think enough people and entrepreneurs in particular read read (laughs) as much as you can
0: yes definitely Um, so so true it just kind of takes you to another level honestly and just makes you self reflect and just realize some things that you really never even thought about so just tell us something interesting about you what's something about you that we would never we would never know
1: something that would never know,
0: or we would never yeah. guess. Just what's something very interesting about you? Well, what's your favorite thing to
1: do? Probably my favorite thing to do would be read or go hiking. Mm. Go hiking, golf. Um, I've fallen in love with long-distance running, which is which is also tied to highly successful business people. Um, mm-hmm. Falling in love with that. I've been a vegetarian for 17 years. So that's something people would not know. Um
0: Wow. Yeah, so What
1: made you go
0: vegetarian? On. Um
1: it was actually it was actually a a dare a challenge. It was supposed to be for 3 weeks and then after 3 <laughs> weeks my body it felt regular. I, it turned into a lifestyle because I started getting more educated on just that type of living and here I am, mm-hmm. you know. 17 years later. So
0: So you just feel better overall as a person, more healthy?
1: I do. I feel better overall, not sluggish. I feel like I actually have more energy. I feel feel cleaner because it is cleaner eating, you know, more regular Mm -hmm. and whatnot. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love it. So what would you say was your biggest failure to date and how did you overcome it?
1: I'd say my biggest failure, and this is what I tell a lot of my agents and other agents in general, don't, when you get licensed and when you decide the brokerage for you, do not depend solely on the brokerage. Don't be a secret agent. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there, even though you may not know all of the answers, even though you may not have done a transaction. Also, Mm -hmm. don't depend so much on your sphere to bring you your first transaction. Put yourself out there you know meet more people meet people that you don't know that was a big one for me that i quickly learned but if i would have learned it sooner i would have catapulted to success faster that's a major disservice that i see a lot of agents myself included at the time have done
0: yeah same here because you know, it's sort of awkward to just go up to somebody in the grocery store, like, "Hey, you ever thought about buying or selling a house?" Well, I,
1: I, 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 tend to, I tend to like to look at it a different perspective, Crispin. Is I, I, I'm not pushy, you know. Is a thing called commission mm-hmm. breath. But if you're out and about, if you're having lunch, you know, or or you're in the grocery store, like you said, find a way to be wholly interested in the other person and communicate with them. And as you guys communicate, if you're not wearing a pin. Find a way to introduce yourself. One of the top questions is where are you from and what do you do? Those are major icebreakers right there.
0: Yeah, because if somebody just randomly comes up to me, like, hey, where are you from? I'd be like, Why? No.
1: No, that that's not gonna work. But if you if you see someone and y'all happen to be on the same same aisle and whatnot, hey, how you doing? You look nice without being flirtatious and whatnot, and just you know, kindly slide into that type of conversation.
0: Yeah, so do you suggest always keeping a business card on you or always wearing a name tag so people can kind of know and see what you do?
1: I would say for newer agents, yes, absolutely. Keep those two, you know, especially the name tag is so no pressure when you don't have to speak it, especially if you may be nervous starting out. If you have a name tag, then hey, they can see, you know, you may even, you may even get some clients without having to introduce yourself, you know, any type of marketing that you could do, that's low cost, do it. You know? Yeah,
0: social media. And I think so many agents sleep on social media. It's completely free, but you can reach millions of people on the internet just by posting. And and it doesn't always have to be real estate related. Like I post a lot on TikTok and I've been getting a lot of clients from there lately. I actually did a consultation right before this with the client. I was like, hey, how did you find me? She was like, yeah, my mom sent me your TikTok. And I'm on there doing all kinds of stuff outside of real estate, but I also try to incorporate that as well. So still be you, just still be a person, but also be about
1: your business as well yeah be, be humanistic but you know that's the that's the great thing about social media is that they they look at us even if they don't engage immediately that people are watching you know we're public mm-hmm. figures they watch us for the homes that we sell they watch us for the information and education that we put out and then they watch to see our lifestyle you know this is a real person this isn't a person that's just speaking real estate or whatever their profession is they do have a life they do do humanistic things so you know that's a game changer utilizing the internet
0: it really is and it's completely free unless you decide to buy ads and things like that but i've personally i've bought ads before and it just really didn't do what my authentic posts would do just me being me and me posting on social media so Mm
1: -hmm.
0: one way to gain success in real estate get active on social media if you aren't already So if you could go back and give your 18-year-old self a piece of advice,
1: what would it be? Buy real estate. (laughs) Yeah, buy real estate because that's 22 years ago. I'm telling my age. I would buy, even if it's an acre, a parcel. You -hmm. know, where we're at now, the economy and the news outlets, they're saying, hey, we're headed to a recession. We're headed to a crash. And be that as it may, if it, it does happen, if you look at... The 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 graft of real estate going back 20 years, 30 years, we may have gone through recessions and crashes, but it's like the stock market. It comes out higher afterwards. My Mm -hmm. 20 or 18 year old self, it would have been invest in real estate more. Get your license sooner, because I mean, this is how wealth and legacy is created.
0: I agree. If I could go back, I would have got my license like at 18 when I was able to get licensed <laughs> instead of waiting to the age that I did. But, you know, God's timing is perfect. Correct. Just yeah. leave that where it is. <laughs> yes. So what what would your friends and close family say about you? How would they describe you?
1: Oh my friends, it, it, they never, they never waste an opportunity to tell me. They say, Chauncey, you're doing everything that you said you were gonna do. You know everything that you said you was gonna see, as far as traveling the world and business, down to owning a Harley. And, you know all the materialistic things. They said you've spoke this stuff into existence from years ago. They would say, "Hey, if he says it, he's gonna do it. He's very determined. You know."
0: Period. You got to speak it into existence. And I don't think people know how important that is actually speaking positivity over their life. And like you said, you may, you know, speak some affirmations and things like that, but there really are like, there's power in words, like it's in the Bible. There's
1: power yes, in the tongue. Yes, power in life and death <laughs> in the tongue. You know, yes. I think uh, to double down on what you said, I think a lot of people, they don't take as serious as that is, you have to speak it, mm-hmm. and then after you speak it over and over again, you have to be ready for it and put in the work and expect it. Exactly. All faith of those work
0: things. Is dead. Yes. You
1: know, all of those. So yes.
0: Yeah, you can speak in and pray about it all day, but if you don't get out there and do the work, it's just not going to fall in your lap. And I think people have that misconception when it comes to faith and things like that. Um. Like, oh, I prayed about it, so it's going to happen. Like, God, I got to see what you're going to do. Like, yeah,
1: Like
0: God's going to make sure that you're faithful over the, you know, the fruits of your labor, so. Yes. So you're a father, and I love talking about parenthood and things like that. So tell us, how many kids do you have? What are their ages?
1: I have a 20-year-old and a 5-year-old. My 20-year-old I've had since he was 13. So custody raised him. He just wrapped up his first year of college in psycho- for psychology, and then I have a five-year-old who, the running joke is my shadow and my twin. <laughs> so you know, and on top of running the brokerage, I'm always busy. So you mm-hmm. know, it's God, family, then real estate.
0: Yes. So how do you balance it all? Like, how do you balance like work and actually being an active father in your kids' lives?
1: I would say really great co-parenting system, a great, Mm -hmm. great, great co-parenting system. And, you know, having grace for others, because I know I definitely need it for my career and what I'm attaining to do. You know, if I didn't have a great support system as a man, I don't think I would be where I'm at or going where I'm going, you know, so I'm graceful.
0: Yes, definitely. You definitely have to have a support system, especially when children are involved. Right. I'm a mom, and I don't know what I would do without my support system. It's hard out here, and people don't realize like it's it's really not kids because the clock never stops, like you clock at work. But being a parent, that's like twenty-four-seven. It you know comes full circle. So
1: yes.
0: So tell us what are some of your goals? What are some of the things you have planned for the next couple of years?
1: Let's see, Grow This Brokerage, we'll the <laughs> there's one I'm going to hold, I, I may share with you offline. Um, but Grow This gro- Brokerage, we've been open as a brokerage perks by perks 14 months going into month 15. And we're at 14 agents, I believe. I've had a couple agent interviews last week and met some people yesterday that I want to interview with or they want to interview with me. And it's been really organic because I haven't recruited anyone. So <laughs> start this recruitment campaign and grow this brokerage as well as grow it as far as staffing goes. Because again, without the right support, it's, it wouldn't be good. You know, As a brokerage owner and speaking and running with a lot of my peers in this industry, a lot of companies are doing disservices to agents. And that's from mm-hmm. mega brokerages down to small boutique brokerages. So, you know, my, the goals for me are to get some speakers in that may not even be in the real estate world, but pour mm-hmm. into them on how to negotiate, how to write, and how to communicate. Because I think those three things are important, especially for real estate agents. You know, we get paid for our communication, our writing, and negotiating skills, but I'm seeing those services are not provided. To major brokerages and especially down to boutique brokerages. So those are some of the things that I plan on doing within the next couple of years, just really building the education platform for this company. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, nice. So that's kind of what really sets you apart from other brokerages. You're kind of focused on the education Correct. piece of the business i love it so is there anything else that you want to share with us how can people get in contact with you he's a very busy man you guys he told me i had 30 minutes and that was it and i had to, you know cut it
1: off <laughs> well i'm servicing one of your clients as well so you know i'm busy <laughs> um i can be connected on uh contacted on facebook at chauncey perkins on instagram at chauncey dot perkins um on twitter at chauncey perkins Chauncey Perkins at perksrealestate.com, or you can connect with us on perksrealestates.com.
0: Yes, yeah, just Google Chauncey Perkins. I'm sure he'll come up, you guys. But yes. I'll also leave this information in the notes of this podcast. I want to thank you so much for coming on. You have been a blessing and an inspiration, hopefully. Thank so you, you for
1: having me, Chris.
0: Of course. So if you guys are looking for a phenomenal realtor, broker in the Atlanta area. Make sure you guys reach out to Chauncey. He is absolutely the best. Like you said, he's servicing one of my clients and I only send my people to good people. So right. he's taking care of her and you know we're going to get to the closing table. Thanks for joining
1: us. Thank you so much, Kristen. Take care.